And the masters of the universe by the power of Grayskull. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you Warshack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense, cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person, and politicking is bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose And it's a beautiful thing too Welcome back to the underground <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> Oh, welcome back, brother Whoa, oh, How you doing, dude? Whoa, 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 I'm gonna redo it, it terrible People are gonna think we're on crack or something here we go. Welcome back to the underground. This is episode 51. Once again, joined by Wild West Pimp Style. Joseph Nations. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. He's a demon. For episode 100. <laughs> oh, man. Halfway. I mean, technically halfway there, sort of. Yep. We're pretty much halfway there, man. Sometime next year. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're over the hill now. We're, we're, no, we're no. on the... No. The, the, the down trot to no. 100 then once we hit 100 we go back up the hill to 200 to 200 so wait no that's not how that <laughs> no 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 to 150 and then go down the hill to 200 there's only all the way up the hill till uh we're dead yes <laughs> well that's what it is it's like a it's like a you know it's it's trending up you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you, you peak and then you have a little you go you go down Valleys. just a little bit then you peak back up yeah you Ours, get a little, so, get a little valley just a little inside baseball for people that don't know for us um, or who don't care about baseball yeah what it really is um is that we lag a little bit so our downloads have a tendency to be really good on older episodes uh and because people just haven't caught up yet yeah, that's kind of the way that it that it seems to be working for us in a lot of ways, because I've gone back to a lot of our really early stuff and we get uh, we have like some pretty high like download numbers uh, and then I, I get high for us. I mean, we're not we're not talking like thousands of downloads or anything like that. No, um, no, we're not at the hundreds of thousands of downloads. yet. No, no. <laughs> God, I don't think we I don't, honestly I don't think we'll ever get there. Not with the stuff that we talk about, um, <laughs> but we do uh, we do get some pretty impressive numbers on some of those back episodes, uh, which is really cool to see. Uh, so it just I, I it seems that people, which I assume will stop at some point, but they're going back into our back catalog and listening to the really old stuff. And oh, I'm, nice! And I'm both happy and also like mortified Sad. by that because yes. it's kind of like no, listen to the new stuff, <laughs> please. Please oh, listen gosh. to our most recent episodes. That's what we really want. Um, but oh, it's cool. I'm happy. Listen, I'm happy for the downloads. I'm happy for anything that anybody's doing. Joseph, if people want to support the show, can you let the kind, generous, loving people who are currently listening to us, let them know what they can do? Yes. If you've been listening to us just far, we just want to say a personal thank you, and we appreciate it. If you are listening to us, then and you want to support 
Boom. And you want to support us? We utilize a value for value system here, which you just go to the show notes, look at the direct me link, and you will be able to see how to support us uh, with your treasure and then your time and your talent. We Our email address is in there. You can uh, communicate with us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, which our account information is in there. And you can also do the two best things that anyone can do, which is download the episodes and share them on social media. And you'll also see our YouTube and Odyssey page. Like, subscribe, and comment if you like and subscribe. That really helps with the algorithm. But if not, that's okay. We appreciate you anyway. That's basically the value for value system is Absolutely. that whatever value you think you're getting to us, you can donate right back in return. Mm-hmm. Send us clips. Um, anything you can find. I mentioned that on the last episode. It's kind of big deal. Presents. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You want to buy me a new new laptop? <laughs> Let me yes, know. <laughs> a new computer, whatever you want to do. We'll um, take it. But in all in all seriousness, we are uh, thank you guys so much for all you, even the the little stuff that you do, just supporting the YouTube channel or downloading these episodes or the people yes. that, that we know personally just talking to us and giving us feedback. Um, you know, I but, forgot to mention we have yeah. a Discord channel as well. Oh yeah, we don't talk about that very much. We don't talk about it very much. We were in the beginning. <laughs> it's kind I'm of our, get back to that. Yeah. It's our redheaded stepchild, sort of. <laughs> yes. So we wanted to create a community for content creators, and not just content creators, but for people to gather. Yeah, be able to talk just about be able stuff to talk freely. Yeah, and uh, in a good way. Yeah. And uh, Discord, at least for now, is kind of letting us do that because we're not very popular. So. Yeah, I mean the government's definitely monitoring us on there. But. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's recorded on there. Listen, we're we're getting to the to that to that point now where I had mentioned this before. Uh, if you just type in the underground on uh, I, iTunes uh, for the podcast app that they have, mm-hmm. we come up like we're one of the top results when you type it yep. in on there now, which is great. So um, we weren't at first. No, now we are. No, and so that was kind of a cool thing to see. Uh, and so you know, I, it's cool. It's just little step by step. Something that our, we always have to remind ourselves of. Our last video on YouTube had how many views, David? I know it had uh, over, over uh, 10. Second to last. Uh, it, so we, the one that we did for our Eternals review ha- is yes. at 275 views right now, which is really, really good for us considering we only have 31 yes. subscribers. So if you are listening to this and you still haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please go over there and do that. Um, the link is in our bio. Um or our, the, sorry, this is an Instagram. The link is in the show notes. Um, yes. That's Joseph's thing. So I'm, I'm always a little off on that. Um, anyway, All right. uh, we're going to we're going to jump into some of these topics. I, I Joseph, I Speaking feel of terrible movies. Uh, I feel like some of this is going to be me ranting now. I'm going to I'm going I'm to maintain a bit of uh, decorum. No, not decorum. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not going to go like too hard in on it. I'm, I'm writing some stuff up. I'm. I've been doing like a ton of writing and I, I haven't really been uh, putting any of it to video yet because mm-hmm. that is coming later. Mm-hmm. But uh, until then, this is great content for the podcast. So I just wanted to talk about a couple things that I um, spent some time on over the holiday week. Uh, and the first thing <laughs> that we have to talk about is um, Resident Evil, which hopefully you didn't see. I did not. Because it is horrid. I it figured is, it was going to be. It is a, oh man, okay, so. Better or worse than Eternals? It's funnier. Okay, so it's better. That's uh, all you needed to say. How long is it? 
it's right Hour under and a half? right under two hours. I think like one forty. Okay, so it's already better than Eternals. Yeah, but I also got a headache watching Resident Evil that I did not get mm. in Eternals. Um, mm. Eternals just made me want to go to sleep, which is yes. totally different. Um, it's like two sides of the you know two bad sides of the bad coin or whatever. Sometimes, man, you need a good rest. So at least the director was considerate, oh, and yeah. Disney was about that. So uh, at least they'll really get a nice of, nap. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm just gonna run through stuff that's like off the top of my head. I thought about pulling mm-hmm. up what I had written down already, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about it. Um, so this, this movie has been getting, uh, not praise. Mm-hmm. Um, people are being very, and when I say people, I mean YouTube reviewers mostly. Mm-hmm. They're being really weird about this one. Oh they, yeah. They all know it's garbage. Yep. They all know it, but a lot of them won't say it. I was actually surprised. I was watching one today, um, and uh, Alana Pierce, who some people may know, it doesn't matter whether you know her or not. She used to work for IGN, uh, whatever. She uh, she just like came across when I was kind of like doing a little research, um, poking around, seeing what YouTubers were saying or whatever the case may be. The first like couple minutes of her video, she was really because she she starts out by being like thanking Sony for the early access screening of the movie. Mm-hmm. And you immediately go, uh-oh, <laughs> what, yeah. where, what's this going to be like? Um, and then uh, she went on to uh, praise certain things about the movie that I'm like, we must live in different dimensions because that's not, that wasn't good. Nothing. There is nothing good about David, this. David, huh? you have to realize that the critics made their one quota for the year honestly reviewing a movie and that was eternal so <laughs> it was the the sacrificial lamb and everything yes. else is going back to being like well this thing is kind of yeah. not great if you, but if you close your eyes and plug your ears she did and- I'll, I'll i'll give her credit she did finally get her, get around to saying that it was bad okay but it was behind a lot of like fluff i don't want to hurt the feelings of the actors who are in this movie or like that's what it felt like so the the acting ranges from essentially like wet blanket or like the characterizations are are just terrible um even for something like like the resident evil where uh, they're just not great characterizations uh for all the characters in it some mm-hmm. some are better than others in the games, but they're just all bad here. Uh, so like Jill, who's one of the original protagonists, her whole role in the movie is like she's a girl and she shoots things. Like that's kind and of that's her thing. It. She's got like she's got like an itchy trigger finger, and that's basically her personality. Um, Leon, who's pr- like arguably the the favorite of all of the like protagonists in Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Forgive me, audience, for saying this, uh, but there's not a better way of explaining this. Um, he's a cuck. Yeah. That's his role in this movie. He's literally the butt of every joke. And and let me explain this. Why am I not surprised? He's such. Well, the weird thing is, is that they race swap him, mm-hmm. and they still made him that way. <laughs> and and so let me explain. It's kind of like how the guy was in uh, Jasper and Cruella. 
Oh, I finally really? got around to watching oh, that. I, ha- I just I can't with some of that stuff, man. Um, but let me explain. Let me explain Leon in this movie, right? This okay. this scene that I'm about to explain to you will sum up his entire character in this movie, right? Okay. So for those of you that don't know, Leon is a rookie cop. Um, it's that they got correct. That's his, his first day on the job. He's a rookie cop and he gets caught up in basically the zombie apocalypse. That's kind of how his whole like story starts in Resident Evil. But there's so they get everything wrong from the beginning because he shows up on the scene for his first day of job after the outbreak. So they completely throw that out the window and he's already like working there as the rookie cop when everything's going down. So there's all this weird stuff that happens and stu- things that just don't really make sense from just a a solid uh, story progression uh, yeah. standpoint. In a Resident Evil movie, I'm surprised. Right. Well, even the stuff that the the Paul W. S. Anderson the, stuff, yeah, at least had like this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this like happens. a point A and a point yes, B. Yes. Even if it's bonkers and makes no sense, isn't it so crazy how now we're just fine with just things that we know are going to happen that have a very confined storyline and it's yes. just point a to point b i really wish that was the case most of the time. twist yes yeah and, and it's so crazy because i like i have this very small soft spot for the Milia jovovich mm-hmm. movies yeah um i i don't they're over the top and dumb uh but it's something right right uh so okay this scene People who have played Resident Evil 2, especially the mm-hmm. remake, will kind of understand parts of the scene. So there's a truck driver, mm-hmm. um, and he, he's he's in his big rig, and he gets bitten mm-hmm. by his dog who gets who was infected, and so he's he's infected, and somehow he I, and this is a thing uh, that's a problem in a lot of movies too that stuff just doesn't make a lot of sense. But he like the police station is kind of on this like dead-end road at least as far as this version of the movie is concerned um and this guy in his big rig somehow makes sense yeah this guy in his big rig somehow somehow manages to drive very fast down this debt to this dead end right where the police station is while this is going on leon is asleep at the front desk listening to music right and so he has these like headphones on he's listening to music and this big rig is like barreling down towards the police station well it crashes leon doesn't wake up it flips over and crashes into the front of the police station leon doesn't wake up doesn't hear anything right it explodes not 10 feet from leon still doesn't wake up Right, and the whole time there's some '90s song playing. I can't even remember. Which he's song just ambient, David. Come on, man. right? You didn't see that. He's on the job, <laughs> and and you would think, okay, at some point you could probably make excuses, but by the time that thing smashes into the front of the police station and then know, explodes, right? right, the force of the explosion should have jarred him awake. Still doesn't wake up. But right? he had his headphones on. He had his, he had his little headphones on. He has little Sony headphones. Hey, hey they're Bose noise canceling. No, 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 because this movie takes place in the '90s, so they only had those tiny little headphones oh, yeah, that just right. barely covered uh, your your ear holes. Um, so not only does that happen, right? But somehow this big rig driver, who is now infected, um, manages to make his way out of the exploded vehicle on fire 
walking into the police station right in front of Leon. Leon still does not wake up, and this thing is finally killed by the police station chief. And when the police station chief starts shooting this thing, that's when Leon finally wakes up. That is his character in this movie. Through the whole thing. he's He is there that's to be the butt of good. jokes and to stumble into his uh, his heroic moment. Everyone yeah. is a moron in this movie. Everyone is characterized as either just dumb, boring, uh, or just there to die, right? Well, David, it you sucks. can't get too upset when the people who write films these days are in eighth and ninth grade. Yeah, no, you're you're being generous. <laughs> Try yeah, like right. fourth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and here's the thing is, and I'm writing I'm writing about this. Uh, I I it, I don't know. I don't think I came up with this term, but it's just kind of what I'm um, kind of keying it as. So people like to talk about how they're just dangling keys, like shiny keys, in front of people, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, look at these keys! Oh, look how cool they are! Oh, look at they're shiny and they're moving and they make noise." That's essentially what like modern blockbusters are. Yep. They're. What? No one, listen. No one is asking for like Schindler's List necessarily. Like, if you want, no. if, if you want to make something that's that like that, more power to you. What most, did, what most we people like, huh? Mortal Kombat and well, Godzilla this year. You know, I say say like, like like speaking about Godzilla, there was nothing amazing. It was it was refreshing in the sense that it wasn't overly complicated. Yep, and it wasn't overly woke. It wasn't no. complicated. It I, now it was definitive. We knew where it was beginning and ending. Yeah, and it was just good time to the go and is, escape. Right. Thing is, it's still stupid. It still yes. falls. Oh, it, yeah. it it is still a prime example of the uh, jangling keys phenomenon. That's just yep. this like, oh, look at the big monkey. Oh, now he's yep. fighting the big lizard. Oh, isn't this great? Isn't this a good movie? And you're like, mm, yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing: is like, I'm. I'm perfectly fine currently with this idea of like, oh, well, at least it's not trying to like preach a message at me, mm-hmm. but that's not the standard. No, it's you know not. what I mean? Like that, that to, that's you, like, oh, well, contextually, it's like saying the Mandalorian is good. No, it's not good. But if you're comparing it to what Disney has put out with Star Wars, it is good. It's something. Yeah. Right. If that's yeah. your comparison. But the Mandalorian itself, you take it on face value, it, eh, you know, below average, average. It's just, it's, it, it's a thing. And yeah. like, this is, again, this is why I don't like using numbers when I talk about, when I talk about stuff, because you get trapped into this idea of like, oh, well, you gave this a six, but you gave this a seven, but you're talking about these the same. It's like, that's why I don't want to get caught up in that. It's yeah. like. I'm just well, gonna tell you what I think. You have to put yeah. a number on it, David. Um, and and this <laughs> is the thing, man. Is like this has been a pretty terrible year for movies. Oh, it has. I, I think next year's hopefully gonna get better. We'll see. Um, uh, what's that new variant? Oh, Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, yeah, Omicron. Um, Theaters are in trouble. The new, the new Transformer variant may make it. <laughs> yeah. So difficult. <laughs> th- this is the thing. Is like. I liked Dune. I thought Dune was was mm-hmm. pretty great. Um, Suicide Squad probably the best movie of the year is Dune. Probably, yeah. I Suicide Squad not too bad. There's a couple thing other things I haven't seen, but like Suicide Squad was one of those things that it's like it wasn't offensively bad. 
and that's good enough to be like one of the best movies of the year and i don't mean yeah. offensively bad in like the content of it mm-hmm. as in like oh look they're making like edgy jokes or whatever i mean offensively bad in that you could follow along some of the characters yeah. and the characterization was good um there were there were good things about that movie and it's just kind of sad that it's like that's our standard right yeah now. we're at the place right now where it's like we might take the big monkey and lizard beating the crap out of each yes. other over you know disney's like brave new vision for the future of their movies it's yes it's ridiculous um speaking uh, unless you're done but speaking of which brave new world the next story if you're ready to go on yeah is she man <laughs> masters oh, of the universe okay so i don't i don't have to talk too long about this either um or as long as it I was did terrible about Resident you Evil. watch part two? Oh my god it's so bad um it, it is the pay the pacing one thing you could say if you wanted to say one positive thing about the first part at least the pacing was pretty kind of like you know on point in a sense like it very had very okay. clear goal all that stuff beyond what we've talked about in the past about it still being yeah. terrible <laughs> yes, there, there's terrible. maybe a point there's maybe a point there um this i think the doesn't reason even have that yeah i think the reason <laughs> the first part for me was watchable was because i just needed to see it for myself yeah i needed to like i had heard all of the terrible things but i think there was still that part of me that was like i have to see this for myself i have to know for myself that people aren't just over exaggerating about Mm-hmm. how like this has nothing to do with he-man that he basically takes a back seat to in his own like universe yeah. um which was true and is still mostly true in this right mm-hmm. so i i had told a friend uh i don't think i mentioned this to you um but i had told uh my buddy jake who you also know because he asked me about it and i was like it's it should be taught as an example of how not to do world building and what I mean by that is that, so, as most people probably know, He-Man has superpowers, essentially, right? And his superpowers are based off of this, like, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to say this in, like, layman's terms, right? Yeah. It's essentially this, like, supernatural force that exists that is given to a specific person so that they're, they can be the hero for uh, Eternia, which is the city in this, in this world, right? Right. Um, it's a pretty basic story, or at least it used to be. Um, the problem is, is that the power works differently depending on who's wielding it. Yes. And there's no explanation as to why. So, for instance, like He-Man loses it and Skeletor gets it at the end of, the, of part one, right? Well, mm-hmm. Skeletor has like all these extra abilities and you mm-hmm. can probably explain it away by saying like, well, he uses magic. So it would amplify that. Right. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. well, but it also makes him like really strong, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's like not only does he have all of the powers of He-Man, but he's also got all of these extra abilities that have never been talked about, spoken about um, before in right. specifically the world that they are setting up in Masters of the Universe Revelation, which is a very key importance because if someone comes in and they start saying like, oh, well, in this book, or, well, this is probably the answer. It's like, well, we can't take outside source material into play with what we're talking about because 
that's not part of the story that they were creating, right? If right. if it was important, they should have put it in. Um, and also, you can't fall into the trap of writing the story for them. This happens a lot um, yep. with people. Where that's they, a good point. They do this thing where I'm trying to think of another good example. Um, oh, you could say like there's. I was watching something today uh, where Mahler was talking about Black Panther. And he was he was watching a criticism of his video on Black Panther, and the guy like one of Mueller's criticisms is like it seems pretty silly that Wakanda is um, uh, farming rhinos. It's very weird, right? Yeah. And the guy, his explanation was like, well, they could be using them for milk and meat, and they were like, I'm sorry, you're saying that. <laughs> They could be using them for milk, like they're milking the rhinos and then killing the rhinos and eating them, right? It's the new superfood, David. It's the new super milk. So not only only are you making a ridiculous statement, you're also writing something into the script that's not actually there. That's never been mentioned by the people who created uh, the Black Panther movie, right? And it's the same Mm -hmm. thing can happen a lot of the time with He-Man where you could be like, oh, well... Skeletor, um, it, it could be because Skeletor does this, da, 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 you know, whatever. And you're like, okay, well, why was this not explained that the power affects people differently? And it still doesn't yeah. explain the fact that not only does he have the, the powers of He-Man, he also has amplified version of like Skeletor's powers. It, it makes it makes absolutely no sense. Not only that, but then evil Lynn, who is one of the other characters in the show gets a hold of the power and she basically becomes more powerful than anyone has ever been with those powers <laughs> she literally dude i'm not joking at one point she a, a character just randomly goes evil Lynn has killed everyone in heaven heaven has been destroyed and you're like i'm sorry what <laughs> that's what happens when you let uh children write your stories oh dude sorry kevin smith and then i can't remember (laughs) i can't remember if it's the last it might be the last episode so they all have their final battle and literally skeletor tells he-man let this be our final battle at one point in the show and i'm like are you were you watching south park like you know i hate it when when movies do that oh it's it's ridiculous and and the thing is is that they were being serious if you were to say something like that in the context of like south park or whatever it may be I, I totally understand it because you're kind of being ironic and tongue-in-cheek uh, yeah. about that kind of stuff. But <laughs> that's not what was going on here. And um, so at one point, He-Man gets the sword back and he gives Skeletor the powers that he had before. And he's like, um, I want you to understand what it's like to be uh, to save the universe for once or whatever. And you're like, OK, well, he constructing the villain kind of still. And oh wait, it gets even better. Um, they he so Skeletor and He Man fight. Shivalin, He Man, Shivalin, whatever it mm-hmm. is. You know, it, it gets so over like it's just ridiculous, man. Um, and so you have two characters right who are powered up by the same force that powered up Evilin. So you would think, right? Normally. If you were writing something like this out and you were trying to make everything make sense, if you had two people with the power and then one person with the power and the two people with the power were fighting the one person with the power, the two people should win, Mm -hmm. right? It should be 
there should be either even one on one. So it's like okay, the skill there's there there more comes into it than just the powers, right? That who's got the better brain, who's doing what, like how, how's this this working out? Well, no, that's not it. She just beats both of them, and then Skeletor <laughs> then Skeletor betrays He Man, and then they have a big fight, and then um, oh shoot, what is her name? The chick She Man comes in. No, yeah, basically the chick with the uh, oh my god her. Her name slipped in my mind. Um, anyway, the person who is essentially... I can't remember her name either. Tila. Tila. Tila, um, that's Tila comes yeah. in, and she's now got magic powers because of reasons and her mother, and it's like, all right, whatever. It's it's not really important. Um, nope. They have this big, like, universe fight. Like, we're, I don't know, man. It just it goes kind of bonkers, right? So after this is all over, you know, the, the good guys win. Uh, Skeletor runs away, and uh, Evelyn, who has uh killed people um she she kills skeletor's panther <laughs> at one point <laughs> among other people right who's betrayed all these people who's in the words of someone in the show killed heaven essentially right like that like the the heaven of the he-man universe mm-hmm. they go they just let her go <laughs> it's okay they're like no you didn't mean to and and she's she disappears with orko who died in part one and for whatever reason is back in this one because we all kind of knew he'd probably come back um and they all like forgive her because like oh she was hurt by skeletor so the actions and things that she did after that aren't really her fault right this goes back to that same garbage morality that that marvel has the dc's been creeping around with um that i'm sure is is in other places oh the next story we're going to talk about it's it's something very similar my goodness dude it's all over the place so i've probably been ranting about that long enough i I warned everybody at the beginning there'd be be some of that it's okay it's a bad tv show don't waste your time watching it no don't literally Um, don't waste your time there's I have issues. That's why <laughs> I just can't help. Don't myself. watch Eternals and don't watch She Man and don't watch Cowboy Bebop. The I yes. I, I got a, I got an a, an episode and a half into the the live action and I'm like this is awful. I'm surprised you lasted that long. It's so bad. It's so bad, dude. For so it's many terrible. reasons. Um, and it's so funny because that's another show that I think people are in denial of how bad it is. One of my like old like one of my oldest friends like I've known him since elementary school. He posted on Facebook and like trying to be like, well, you know, uh, it's it's kind of fun. if you squint through one eye, close uh, yeah. the other, plug your ears and turn around and not pay attention. It's halfway. And, and this is what we talk about all the time. This is a lot of people being in the same place that like I would tell you I was in after I saw the Last Jedi. Where mm-hmm. someone, so, a friend of mine, um, either texted me or called me. At, no, no, he must have texted me, and he's like, "Well, what did you think?" And I said, "I can't really say for certain." I was like, "But I think that movie was bad. Like, it was one of those things where you're you're in denial of like, mm-hmm. oh, they couldn't have done Star Wars this dirty." Yeah. But the more you think about it and reflect on it, and then I went to actually go see it again because I was in such denial of like what I had originally Dude. seen. Um, Dude, when I watched the first one in the new trilogy, what's it called? A new hope? Force Awakens. No, that's a Force Awakens. That's it. Uh, I was just like, this was the same thing as the f- as a New Hope. I know, but a lot of people it was the exact same thing, and like everybody around me was talking about how great it is. I'm oh, like, including me. Man, I was totally, I, I was totally caught up in it for the longest time, and it was just like, well, whatever, because it's like 
especially because it'd been a long time since we got Star Wars. Yes. The and, and this is the thing: is that people, hype is around it, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the it music, was music. Like it, it's that. It was the jangly keys to yes, the nth degree. Where it's <laughs> and like, I was just like, it's basically a new hope yeah. with better CGI. And, and the thing is, is that I would not have denied that at the time. I just didn't necessarily. And and this is the thing: is like that wasn't a bad enough reason, right? Yeah. That's like okay, well, I can just look past that. It's, yep. it's not a, that big of a deal, right? And it wasn't until the second movie came out where you start going back to the first one and being like, oh man, like Ray is kind of not characterized very well. Like she's kind of perfect mm-hmm. and she's beating everyone at everything. Female Jesus. Yeah. And you just, you're like, oh, oh, you know, I don't really like what they did with Han. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not really sure that they're taking as like doing. He completely destroyed. They completely destroyed oh, his character. Oh my gosh! They they reverted all these characters to like yes. where they were at the beginning of at the beginning of the originals. Yeah, oh, man. I, I, I someone was asking me about it uh, a, a couple of weeks ago because we were talking about Eternals, mm-hmm. and I may have mentioned this on the show already. But uh, they oh well, what do you, what do you, what do you think about the Star Wars sequels? And I just looked at him and said, I don't want to talk about it. And I and I said. And we ended up talking about it anyway because you just you kind of can't help yourself or I can't mm-hmm. help myself. But I was like, it's a thing that metaphorically is buried in my backyard that I constantly know is there, but I never want to talk about again. Yeah, it's kind of the That's way I describe way to it to people. It. It's just like, well, speaking about uh, things about the buried in your backyard. No, <laughs> 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 kind of was that? All right. So this got came onto my radar from what one of the many people that I follow online uh about this new how how aware did you read about this no i didn't okay so uh bounding into comics this is where we're getting the specific report from it says marvel's Mm x-men green arc sees nature girl murder store clerk over piece of litter escape punishment so we're giving it away a little bit but um joseph before i even get into this right Mm -hmm. i explain to me what you think the X-Men are all about just from your whatever knowledge that you actually have you don't have to go into super detail just okay. in a generic way just a generic like Mutants oh these are the reasons who are different who are understood by people but uh overcome that to show them who they to show people who they truly are and do the right thing and save humanity okay that's fair I I can live with that Sometimes from monsters, but then you come to realize that the the humans are the real monsters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's 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 not bad. All right, so uh, this article starts out, and we're actually gonna. Re- I'll, I'll, I'm gonna read a little bit. Actually, I'm gonna pull this up. Um, I'm I'm gonna read a little bit because they have some of the comic strips in here, and that that mm-hmm. the visual and reading this is what really makes like makes this so insane and uh like kind of funny to be honest um it says uh what uh and what can charitably be described as poorly executed attempt to create an edgy new environmentalist mutant anti-heroine the most recent storyline featured in marvel's x-men uh unlimited digital series sees nature girl unapologetically murder a random store manager after finding a piece of litter from his establishment only to be released from punishment Thanks to the intervention of sentient Crocoa or whatever, which isn't it's not that important. That part's not that important. No. All right. So uh, this there we've got some like strips from the comic. 
Um, and this first one says, my mutant gift has joined me with the planet. I feel her every joy and pain. But these days, there is far more pain and uh, is that fever? Fever, yeah. Uh, than ever before, right? And she's like sad. And she there's this turtle on the ground right here. And it's like dead or whatever. It like it was choking on a plastic bag, right? That's yeah. kind of the point. So she takes this plastic bag I back. I thought it was choking, choking on Bud Light, but that's just... <laughs> Could be that too, litterers. Um, and she's at, uh, confronting the store clerk, right? And this conversation's kind of ridiculous. She's like, "Do you know where I found this bag?" And he's like, "No, and I don't care." Now get out of. She's like, "It was lodged in the throat of a beautiful sea turtle," <laughs> which already sounds like uh, someone on Twitter. <laughs> yes, it does. It sounds like real life. <laughs> um. And he says, well, it may have been beautiful, but it wasn't that smart if it ate a plastic bag. Now you, you can say? buy something or, and she picks up the scissors and st- off this guy's counter and stabs him in the neck. Because <laughs> that's rational. Right. And she says, this planet is not your toilet, you stupid barbarian, as she stabs him. Right. Um. So then it says, after escaping Las Vegas and charming some blah, blah, blah. Uh, the young mut- mutant is confronted by Wolverine, who has been sent to Professor uh, by Professor Xavier to track down and bring back um, uh, Krakoa for trial. Uh, anyway, it says, however, Nature Girl uh, manages to evade the longtime X-Men member, stealing his motorcycle while he battles a black bear whom the fugitive mutant, in a rather hypocritical move coming from someone who claims to be on a crusade to protect the planet's wildlife and fauna has manipulated into fighting him to the death. <laughs> and so Wolverine's back here and he's like fighting this black bear. Um, don't steal that bike. Don't tell me what to do. Right. So yeah, right. she's like, Oh, I feel the planet and everything. And then she's like, he uses a bear to try to, yeah. in a fight to death uh, to against kill. Wolverine who, if yes. he wanted to would absolutely murder that bear in two seconds. Yes. Uh, which doesn't make sense, right? And this, you know, we talk about like respecting uh, source material. This mm-hmm. is this can be one of those examples where it's like I feel like Wolverine probably wouldn't push put up with this, kill the bear and take her anyway. Yeah, like it, it doesn't make any sense. But of course, she has to be the hero of the story, so it can't work out that way. Nope. Um, and there's some other stuff about like oil drilling uh, that wasn't that yeah, because interesting. They clearly know about that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and so there's some mutant that um try that uh works for the oil company that tries to like stop her from what this like eco stuff she's doing um and i think if this is the correct thing gets hit by her horn or whatever she looks like like freaking female bullwinkle um and it's just like it's so it sucks the animation on this isn't very good anyway um and it says Oh, it says, declaring war on the fictional oil company. Uh, It's a Dakota-based refinery. Nature Girl soon encounters, yeah, the facility's uh, resident metahuman security guard. um, And uh, she ends up, I guess, getting um, confronted by a vision uh, from her victim. Nature Girl is shown to see her actions as necessary evil. It says, I'm dead because of you. And this is like the vision. Uh, I didn't kill some turtle. Uh, Sure, some sink. Uh, single-use plastic did the trick and it might have been from our shop but don't you think you overreacted and she says i'm not sorry you're gone you were just one of uh, the problems inflicting the planet i would kill you again 
Sounds like a psycho. Bro, yeah, what? Sociopath. How is this? Psychopathic killer. This isn't an anti-hero. She is literally a villain. Yes. She murdered someone and then is making excuses. that generation of kids before us who grew up with, you know, the world's about to end. The world's about to end, you know, because of climate change and global warming. And then, you know, you get this. Yeah, they're, it's like they're rationalizing. Nature girl. Yeah. That they took from nature boy, Rick Flair. Listen, and I, I've always been someone that I'm like, I don't generally want to fall into the camp of media influences. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just like the end all be all right where, you know, how mm-hmm. people used to be like, oh, Marilyn Manson's music is the reason that the... Uh, uh, Columbine, Columbine shooting. yeah, shootings <laughs> happened, or the that's video exactly games was why. this. That's why I don't fall into that camp. Now, I, this kind of stuff though is not helping. It is not yeah. helping the cause of good art. We'll say, uh, make the case that it's not having an effect on the minds of the people that are reading it. Because they're yep. they're showing her as supposed to be some sort of like antihero in the same vein that I guess someone like Deadpool would probably be considered an antihero. Yeah. Where everyone's like, oh, he's quirky and, you know, I wouldn't really do a lot of the stuff that he does, but we like him anyway, despite his faults. It's like she's just straight up murdering people. Yeah. And she's being, just a straight up villain. Yeah. It's so stupid. Um, anyway, you know, she has some other stuff. Oh, it says my cause is right. My anger is just. Uh, of course yeah. it is. The quiet council convicted us. <laughs> oh, man. The island will not be. Oh, yeah. The island will not abide the destruction of this world like you. It has nowhere else to go. Um, Curse or see. Is that how you say it? If you come with me, you'll probably you're probably going to skip or you're probably going to. And then it goes to another character skip the speech let's go kick some behind yeah let's begin so i, I don't know what any of that really is in reference to yeah. past Doesn't basically really there's nothing that happens to her yeah she basically gets away with it um yeah. big surprise yeah this is listen man now, we've already gone in enough on like terrible writing and why you know source material for these sort of things matters and why you can't just like create a character and be and, and say that they are um just like better than everyone else or that they you mm-hmm. know they're pretty much just ruining characters ruining franchises like putting a bad name on the x-men as you stated before are generally considered to be the characters it's like despite the fact that people uh look at them in a bad way they were always trying to be better right yeah whereas that that wasn't that wasn't the case with magneto's um like faction which i'm forgetting the name mm-hmm. of the brotherhood maybe yeah um yeah but they're you know now it's just like oh well we have this character that just like murder store clerks for something that wasn't his fault right like you should have gone it, it's like he didn't litter right so even right. If, like even if and it wouldn't be justified even if you found the person who had done that and you've done the same thing it's like it's still not justified it's just even worse because you just killed a random dude over it yes you who, took a lie yeah and you said that this animal's life, again, not saying that you should kill an animals wantonly, but you're saying this animal life is as valuable or more valuable than this human life. And that's just not true. Um, and it wasn't related to this, but I heard someone make a really good point um, today that you can still be an environmentalist and eat animals like and, yes. and eat meat and do things like that. You can still understand that environments matter. 
mm-hmm. and you know eat deer or cow or whatever the case may be. Um, it's not this like one way or the other. It's sort of like the stuff we were talking about in the last episode about being anti-racist, mm-hmm. where it's like they just take everything way too far. Or it's like it's exhausting what you are telling me that I have to do to essentially be uh, morally upright in your eyes. Yes. It's like I, I I have to go to work. I have a job. I, yep. I I can't be standing around with y'all, you know, doing whatever. Uh, and now it's like it's all in entertainment. It's every everywhere we see. So I just I thought that was really interesting. I thought people might. Um, again, like I had mentioned last week when we were talking about how all these companies literally hate people uh, who have certain opinions. This mm-hmm. is just another example of it. You know, exactly. So did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Nah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, garbage. One more article. Still better than Eternals. Joseph, are you looking forward to, uh, I was going to say X-Men. It's on my brain now. Um, <laughs> no. To the Matrix? <laughs> no. <laughs> For both. Yeah. It's just the decade of reboots, man. It's like, guys, oh, man, can it, we please move on it never ends. to well, something well, else? Well, Joseph, what if I told you that this new reboot is supposed to subvert the rules of blockbusters? Still don't care. Can Do you, we please move? If I was to tell you that I created a movie, right, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't explain anything, and I just said, "But Joseph, this movie is going to subvert the rules of blockbusters." What, what would, what would you think? I'd be like, okay, like, not answering any questions I have, like how, what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. But because I think it's just. uh What's it called? Uh, oh, what's the term for natural marketing? Mm, um, native marketing. Oh, native marketing. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like native ads. Yeah, and stuff native or ads. Okay, I feel you. Instead of like a, a full blown commercial that comes out, it's someone who just you know yeah. says something, say something naturally. So I won't. I won't really go through the whole article because it, it doesn't really explain. Or that appears naturally, I should say. Yeah, they're basically trying to just. Hi- I think you're right. To some degree, they're trying to just hype up uh, mm-hmm. people for this movie or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, it's gonna." Here's yeah, and the idea of subverting expect people's expectations for anything now, especially like we were saying before with the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, is like since that movie came out, the last thing I want movies to do is subvert my expectations. Yeah, dude, I watched uh, I watched Predator one and two yesterday, uh, and I was pleasantly well. I love the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one I think is kind of not great. Uh, it's it's a little too absurd, and. Um, it does some stuff that I'm like, oh, well, it's got character. Like, the movie's got a lot of character, mm-hmm. right? But at least, like, okay, so the first Predator movie, it's such a simple story, right? It's mm-hmm. like group of, like, special forces goes into a forest to rescue hostages. Things aren't what they seem, and then they get hunted by an alien, right? Mm-hmm. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger and the alien fight to the death. That's kind of, that's basically the movie. You know, that was, what, a, three sentences? Yeah. Um, and nowadays everything's like, oh, it's got to subvert this and it's got to, and you're just like, I just, it's like, remember when it was kind of just like, kind of simple and it's like he was supposed yeah, to be right. the, the one and he had to learn how to be the one and then he fights Agent Smith, you know, it's like, I kind of miss that. And that movie wasn't exactly like, 
uh, the like a a uncomplicated plot. Yeah. Right. It had it was a little more complex, if you will. Anyway, um, yeah. So let's see, it says the Matrix Resurrections co-writer david mitchell is beginning to make press rounds so you're kind of correct in in your statement right promoting the upcoming film and in a recent interview he claims the film subverts the rules of blockbusters so in my mind when you say i'm subverting the rules of blockbusters it said you made this on a budget you're not going to market this the way that other things are marketed um and it has nothing to do very simple storyline that today you could just (laughs) What if that's the case? Dude? You always subvert my expectations. Yeah. It's a very simple storyline. Like- I'm telling you, I bet this movie, I, I almost would want to bet that this movie is going to try to be overly complicated and think they're doing something cool. And in reality, it's like, this is stupid. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be The Force Awakens. What The Force Awakens the was, The New pill, Hope. The, the same exact pill. thing. Or Yeah, it'll be like The Blue Pill was really yeah. what you should have taken, not The Red Pill. Stay away from The Red Pill. Oh, dude, yeah. It's just Stay a, deconstru- away from the it's a deconstruction of the original movie. Yeah, so stupid. All right. Um, let's see. So as reported by IndieWire, Mitchell spoke with uh, Geek Newspaper, uh, to Vima, I've never heard of them, where he detailed he saw the film in Berlin back in September and described it as really good. But of course he did. He was one of the writers, right? And it goes on to talk about how uh, like Keanu Reeves said the same thing. It's like, yeah, why would he say anything bad about it? It's like, did, I think we talked about it on here a couple of weeks ago that when Captain Marvel was coming out, um, Kevin Feige yeah. and Samuel L. Jackson were both like, yeah, pretty great movie. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense, the whole story. It's it's not weird that uh, she never would have used that beeper before. And they were basically just saying all these great things about Captain Marvel. It's like, well, of course they would. Samuel L. Jackson is being paid a lot of money by Disney, and so is Kevin Feige. He's literally the head of the studio. I think they're going to be like, no, we kind of screwed this one up. Totally doesn't make sense that she wouldn't have ever been called before. No, there's no explanation for any of it. It's just how the movie is now. Um so it's very similar. So whenever you see these like interviews with people and they're like, oh, movies, movies pretty great. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching it or whatever. It's like, just don't believe them. <laughs> it's like they're not they're getting paid a lot of money to be in this movie. They're not about to trash it. Um, you know, right. you don't you don't generally get work again if you do stuff like that. Uh, right, the film's exactly. the film's director, uh, Lana Wachowski, also revealed what Keanu Reeves reaction to the film was back in September. Um Plot details about the film are still being kept close to the chest. We, there might be reasons for that. Yeah. You know? Uh, the guy who's definitely not... What was his name in the... Oh, I can't believe I forget his name. Oh, the, um, the character that gives him the red and blue pill. And uh, Morpheus. The, Morpheus, yeah. yeah. Who's Morpheus. played by... Um, Oh my gosh! Someone's screaming right now because they know the answer to this. Uh, his name's on the tip of my tongue. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So I guess they're confirming here that the new guy that looks like Morpheus is playing Morpheus. So I don't know if that's been. Con- I didn't know that was confirmed. I haven't really been keeping up with this because, like, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just watch it when it comes out. I Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Thank you. Um, but this new guy, Yaya. Abdul Mateen II, who plays Morpheus in the new film, did provide some details in an interview. Um, he said, I think that the script provided was a new narrative and some new opportunities that did make room within the Matrix universe for a new Morpheus. 
So I guess he is playing Morpheus, which is why? Yeah, I don't know, I, dude. I hate. I kind of hate everything about this. I'm not a really big fan of the second two Matrix movies, but like this still bo- this still bothers me. Like those yeah. movies ended. They had a definitive ending. Like why yes, are you bringing this Very back? Very definitive. Why are you bringing it back? Just creating another simulation with the oh Lord of the exact he, same storyline. He says this is. De- uh, he definitively declared this is definitely a different iteration of the character, so I can't wait to find out what that means. Oh, yeah. Uh, the actor then elaborated, I play a character who's uh, definitely aware of the history of the Matrix and the history of Morpheus. So maybe he's not actually Morpheus. Maybe that's like the... Oh, subverting the, the... Yeah, it's like, wait, so you're telling me the guy that isn't actually playing... Like, it's not uh, Lawrence Fishburne turns out he's not actually morpheus even though you're saying he is oh shocker i don't know um this character's on a journey of self-discovery there's a lot in our story that's about growth defining your own path oh this is gonna be be interesting that's exactly what i want morpheus isn't exempt from that so i don't know it's gonna uh, be a poo yeah the actor said our film is so much more driven by the hope of what the world can be uh, that it grounds it in all yep. it all in reality. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Everybody's <laughs> so God, plugged please. in these days. I think for a lot of reasons, it'll be a mind trip. Um, Poor yeah, I don't know, man. I, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we're going to we'll, we'll it's going to be on HBO Max in a couple weeks. So we'll watch it. And obviously, we're going to talk about it because that's something that we can actually sit down yes. and. Um, do like a whole uh, maybe almost a whole episode on um, sort of the yeah. way that we did Dune and uh, Eternals. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, uh, that's pretty much all I got. I don't know if you got anything to add. Um, nope. I I think um, we'll I, suffer through things for you guys. This yes. seems like it's not like gonna be as bad as Eternals. I hope not. We're we're that literally was suffering. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, I hope it's I hope it's not. But I mean, we're just at this point. I I just don't have high hopes for anything. Oh, you know what I am? Okay. I am maybe optimistic about, because there's one more movie this year. No, this year. Oh. Is The King's Man. Oh, really? I really like the first one. Don't care much for the second one, because it's kind of just retreading the same ground, and doesn't doesn't, doesn't do it as well. Um, I like the setting a lot. I am worried that it's going to end up being a little too much on the message Mm. um but i'm hoping because the movie technically was made a couple years ago if i remember correctly and it's just been sitting in development hell for so long because covid and a lot of these other things that maybe we're gonna get a solid movie like i'm not expecting like i'm not expecting groundbreaking right solid action movie set in world war one uh about spies okay If, if they can do that without trying to preach at me right i i think there could be a solid film there um so we'll see but i'm 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 being optimistic about that one until i see it just because it's not as mainstream as everything else like i don't i don't think those movies ever really have been quite as mainstream so it gives me hope that maybe it's going to slip through a lot of the stuff the same way dune did um it just tells like a good story uh, with some some fun, interesting characters, Hopefully. a lot of fighting, like good fight scenes. Um, so we'll see. Uh, all right, that's all I got, man. Um, Same. 
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday. Uh, I think we haven't really figured that out yet. Something. No, yeah. So maybe this Tuesday or potentially. So it may be. I'm pulling up my calendar here. It, we may be back on the ninth. Or no, wait. I'm sorry. Wrong one. Oh yeah. Uh, no, that, yeah, yeah. No, we may be back on the seventh. Sixth. Uh, oh yeah. Seventh would be the release of that, and then the ninth. Yeah. Listen. Uh, or yeah. the fourteenth and the sixteenth. We're trying to figure something out for next week. Um, we may take the week off. So if there's not an episode yeah. next week, don't be surprised. Yes. <laughs> it might be. We've been going pretty hard for a while, so we may we may take next week off, um, recoup. I have a lot of stuff that I still need to get out on YouTube and some other things that I'm working on. Um, so we, we may just uh, take a week to breathe. And Joseph's got a lot of uh, personal stuff with family that he's uh, – or friends, friends or family, whatever whatever you're telling family, me. Yeah. Family, yeah. So um, – oh, that's right. You did say it was family. So we'll, uh, we'll figure all of that out. Um, but until next time, guys, uh, y'all take it easy. Politics ruins everything. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you war shack. Horsemen force men and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politics and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Looking at the technological advances. I used to be on dial up looking for answers. Now what? Underappreciating was candid. And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table, gotta post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life, cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your trife is subject, your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing, not adding up when you're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated. And now you pay it forward, let people make your blood boil. Emotions firing like microwave foil or the oil, they annoy you. You add another's neck for the wrong reasons. Election years now seeming like full blown seasons. Man, you let politics ruin, or rather, control. Your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. Sad.